Good morning, I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our link to cyber space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Change a lot. Good Lord, we've been doing this show for 17 years, and I still, uh, marvel at the way times change and here we are in the middle of the, arguably one of the greatest crises in human history with the uh, COVID-19 and uh, everything's changing. Uh, we're, uh, uh, we're flexible. That's a good thing about the human race, I guess. We are all uh, quite flexible. Uh, we're talking more and more now about uh, wearing face masks and uh, other things like that, but it's part of our, our uh, current history and uh, we'll be looking back at this, uh, hopefully most of us, uh, in a few years and saying, how did we get through this? But here we are, uh, Earl Stewart on cars. We're, we're mainly talking about uh, how you can buy or lease a new car or a used car, uh, how you can maintain or repair one of those cars with car dealers and not be taken advantage of. Uh, we've seen an interesting, uh, I was on the COVID thing for a second or two, and we've seen an amazing uh, change in the um, the way car dealers are doing business now. It's, uh, uh, they're adapting like everybody else is adapting uh, to the COVID uh, phenomenon. Uh, car inventories are getting shorter. Uh, prices on some used cars are going up. Um, the prices on new cars will be going up because of the shortage. And car dealers adapt, and they adapt a lot of ways in their advertising. They adapt in their sales tactics. Uh, they adapt in whether or not they decide to wear face masks. Interesting article in the Automotive News this morning about, uh, yeah, we can hold that up for you to take a look at. Uh, the car dealers are, are trying to figure out, do we portray ourselves as wearing masks uh, when you come in face masks, or do we portray ourselves as not wearing face masks? And we, we've talked a lot about this on the show in our mystery shopping reports, and there's two schools of thought. We know that now. Uh, some people think uh, it's not a good idea to wear a mask, and some people think it is a good idea. Uh, we happen to think that it's uh, not only a good idea, but it's the only idea. I think we side with large majorities of that, though. The large majority do, and uh, but the debate goes, and it depends on the region of the country, too. I mean, there are regions of the country where uh, people feel one way or the other. So it's all part of uh, what you're going to hear on the show. We love your opinion. That's the main thing. Uh, your calls are amazing. We have some amazing callers. Um, we have a telephone number you can call. I say that like it's something different. I mean, we're, we're in a digital world now. But, yeah, we still got telephones. And the telephone number, I feel, I, I feel strange saying that. I don't ever say telephone number. I'll say cell number. Huh. But, anyway, 877-Telephone. 970 877-960-9960. Nine six zero ninety nine sixty. Love to have you calls. I mean, it's kind of like an old-fashioned way to communicate. We can hear you, and you can hear you laugh and breathe and cough. And I don't want to hear you cough, but just you know. And uh, <laughs> we have 
And getting a little bit more digital, we go into the text. Our text is 772-497-6530, 772-497-6530. And of course, we're on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and a Periscope and uh, all that digital stuff. We're, we're streaming where I'm looking at my, uh, you know, picture, I got the mask on. Some people last week said, uh, take the mask off. That's okay. We're not going to take the mask off. Uh, uh, this is, uh, we decided, we're committed, this is what we're going to do, and it's uh, for each other's safety, not just for our own safety. And everybody in here, including Jonathan, and uh, I think Michael wears a mask when he's around folks, usually. Yeah. And he's, in the, he's far away, but you never know when someone's going to pop in and be close to you, so that's what we do. Uh, Rick, uh, what's I'm, going on? I'm just jealous of Nancy. She doesn't have to worry about her glasses fogging up from your breathing. It's yeah. A, yeah, you breathe and your glasses fog up. Exactly. The exactly. new mass society. Exactly. We hear all sorts of things. Uh, I made a post on Facebook the other day that had, it's probably close to 400 responses, now huge uh, posting on Facebook, and I talked about should I say something to somebody when I see them stand in line next to me or at Publix or wherever it may be, and they're not wearing masks. Should they say anything? And there was a huge controversy about it. Some people say, you're better off to keep your mouth shut, Earl. Yeah. And that's probably true. I saw an interesting article on the etiquette of that. They said this new etiquette that we have to deal with. And it was kind of like avoid confrontation. You know, yeah. if someone's not giving you space, yeah. then you'd be the one to give them space. And try to work some humor into it. You know, like say, boy, I hate these things yeah. too. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, try and keep it confrontational and avoid shaming people because I don't think that's Yeah, good. as long as we're talking about that, uh, this, is a, this is a note that I'm contemplating uh, um, passing out. I'll read it. <clears throat> I say, I walk up to the, to the guy or gal in Publix, and I say, uh, six feet away, I'm not all the way up, and I say, hello, I notice that you're not wearing a face mask. My purpose in giving you this note... Are you going to read it like that? <laughs> <laughs> my purpose in giving you this note is not to challenge or disparage you, but to let you know that it concerns me for my safety and others that you come close that you come close to you probably believe that individuals have the right to make personal choices as long as they don't threaten the rights of others and i agree but i don't think you understand that you are you are infringing on my and others rights of life i underline life liberty and the pursuit of happiness by not wearing a face mask during the cd covid-19 pandemic please reconsider and wear a face mask when you're in public so that's what got everybody stirred up. Can we, we role-play that? Like, I'll be the, 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 the free breather, and uh, you read that. <laughs> anyway, uh, love to hear from you. Uh, uh, and Until you start calling in, I'm going to uh, – I'll go with Stu this week. He's our, he's our cyber uh, expert on mystery shops and undercover guy. Um, yeah. what's, what's going on, Stu? Well, I don't want to keep belaboring the, the, the issue of masks, but uh, it is becoming more and more of, a, uh, of an issue – and we've seen it, I think, wasn't it last week on our mystery shopping report, uh, they were wearing masks. Yes. And I'm not going to give anything away, but, you know, we observed the mask wearing or non-mask wearing habits of our of this week's mystery shop, which is Sunrise Ford up in Fort Pierce. And um, Earl mentioned that article in the Automotive News um, about the car dealers, you know, you know, having internal debates whether or not they're going to depict their employees wearing masks in their commercials. And I think it's uh, it's interesting, but certainly here in Palm Beach County, you know, we're seeing uh, a pretty big surge in the cases right now. So I think people it's getting people's attention, 
And also in Palm Beach County this past week, they you know, they passed an, an order that mandates it in all public spaces. So the uh, the, momen- the momentum's um, on that side. And it's just, it is interesting watching what's going on. I, I, I didn't want to step on your, on your, the agenda this morning, but I think there was something you were going to address that happened um, last week as well. And um, as this whole thing is unfolding, it's like, it's, it's really <laughs> interesting. I mean, I don't want to, you know, uh, trivialize it, but yeah. it's very interesting to be part of it. We don't want to turn this into a face mask yeah. show, but uh, it's just a factor. It's another factor. And, you know, people are still buying cars. Actually, uh, yeah. car sales are good. So, uh, Counterintuitively, people are going out and buying cars. Yeah. And uh, in South Florida, anyway, we see the numbers, and uh, uh, the pace of uh, June 2020 is not very far off the pace of June 2019. Now that is amazing. Mm-hmm. The new and used car sales. So folks are going into car dealerships, and you got, unfortunately, more things to worry about than a mask. And that's what we do here. And through the mystery shopping report, you know, I always uh, like to talk about it a little bit because it's the high point of the show. We don't get to, to, until the end of the show, unfortunately. But uh, uh, some new folks here don't know the nuts and bolts of that. What, how does this happen? To, how do we prepare and do these mystery shopping reports? Um, well, sometimes we'll have a, a theme. We'll look for advertisements. Um, certainly in the last couple of months or a few months with the COVID-19 thing, we watched a, a, a market change in dealership advertising. A lot of dealers are trying to take advantage of the situation. Um, and, I mean, some of it's, you know, is, is reasonable. Obviously, you know, when people are discussing things like uh, uh, picking up vehicles and delivering them for service or, you know, online sales, whether or not it's legitimate online sales or not, they're trying to adapt to a, a, a public that is, for the most part, pretty hesitant to get out and spend money. Um, but we've seen some of the bad stuff, too. So... Um, in the last few months, we've been looking for these ads that, um, uh, you know, that are p- taking advantage of people's fear, um, and uh, go, we go and investigate them. Um, and other times, uh, like this week, we um, kind of had a more of an open theme. You know, we just wanted to find a, uh, uh, a type of car dealership, something that was like a, a family-owned one, like a kind of mom-pop store, mm-hmm. and see how they're behaving. Because we've typically, we've been focusing on, and it's hard not to because there's so many um, big corporate-owned car dealerships out there. Um, we've been looking at those types. Um, this week we changed up the theme, but anyway, we do a little research. We, uh, we we look them up on Sunbiz. We look who the owner is. We see their history, how long they've been in there. We look at their online advertising. If there's print advertising, we try to find that. Uh, television advertising, yeah. we try and record it, uh, DVR it. Uh, then we, we, try, we try to yeah. target car generally dealers to sell more cars, more popular cars. Yeah. And we don't usually shop Porsche dealers or yeah. uh, you know small volume dealers. Yeah. Uh, not that we shouldn't, but we just don't have the time. We want to cover the most cars that are getting sold and to exactly. protect the most people. Yeah, and we'll occasionally go into like a small used car, uh, used car lot because a lot of yeah. people, th- those small dealers in the aggregate represent a lot of car sales, even yeah. though an individual place might not be that yeah. much. But yeah. then we got a mystery shopping agent. He goes in there and he pretends to be a car buyer. And he will uh, uh, he'll assume a persona. Um, he might be a, uh, a a big tough guy that goes in there and tries to get the best deal. And sometimes he goes in there and just uh, you know you know lets it ha- whatever happens happens, and yeah. he's going to get taken advantage of. It's going to happen. And we write it down. He writes it down, uh, and we report on everything that happens. Um, you know, to, to to quoted dialogue to the documents that were given, and uh, it's a accurate description of you know what a real consumer experience is. Yeah. And by the way, uh, I just almost forgot to mention, I was thinking as you were discussing about uh, off-lease only, 
got some exciting news for you. Next week, we're going to have a guest on the show, the former owner of OffLeaseOnly.com. OffLeaseOnly, if you haven't heard of them, is probably the second uh, largest uh, volume used car dealer in this area, uh, not nationally, but they've got several locations. I believe they're in Orlando and, and uh, a couple, two or three in this area. Uh, and they are just uh, a phenomenon that came on uh, suddenly and just really dominated the market. So uh, the, the, it was recently sold to a group of uh, people. And uh, the former owner, they're really uh, the founder and who did, uh, he's the one that created this uh, model, this platform that really grew uh, amazingly. We've always struggled. Uh, you were car dealers too. We're in total disclosure. We have a Toyota dealership. And uh, they eat our lunch and selling used cars. They're just really good at what they do. Anyway, uh, his name is Mark. He'll be on the show next week. And I, I think it's just very cool that a car dealer has the courage to come on and talk about things. And uh, we look forward to this. So be sure to tune in next week. You know, uh, Nancy Stewart is my co-host. Uh, we've been doing She's she, She's a founder of the show with me. We started this show 17 years ago when it was only half an hour, and she's an extremely um, adamant uh, female advocate, and she uh, talks to a lot of ladies out there. And the thing that amazes me is we've actually built our female callers uh, and texters and Facebook followers uh, to uh, approximately 50%. So congratulations, Nancy. You do an amazing job. And uh, what's going on in your mind today? Thank you very much. Uh, good morning. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Earl Stewart on Cars. We have a fantastic show ahead, lots of information. It's all free. And uh, we also offer the ladies $50, the first two new lady callers, $50. You can win it this morning. I know you can use it. So give us a call. Give us a call at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772 Four nine seven six five three zero, and a special good morning to our Attorney General, Ashley Moody. Oh, She's Ashley. helping us. Uh, I know she tunes in once in a while, and we've asked her for her help because she can change the way cars are sold. And uh, I'm pretty sure everyone knows that Floridians spend more money on automobiles than anything except housing yes except housing and they need your protection ashley i feel like we're on a first name basis so i'll just refer to you as ashley we need your protection and uh, we're being overcharged by millions of dollars annually with hidden charges with hidden fees uh, you name it the car dealers are taking advantage of the consumer. They're breaking so, the law, breaking the law, Ashley, and that's what you're there for. You're the chief law enforcement officer in the state of Florida, and you should be enforcing the law that we have, which the main thing that Nancy's referring to is in advertising a car, Florida law says you must include all charges except for government fees. You cannot add after the fact. You say the price of the car is $25,000, you can't add $2,000 in hidden fees when the person comes in to buy the car. So it's real simple. It's black and white, actually. And uh, you're the chief law enforcement officer. Do your duty. Yes. 
you represent a lot of people and you are a top-ranking law enforcement an enforcement officer so uh, go to our uh, go to Earl on cars and uh, you can uh, take a look and see how you can get in touch with her shoot her out an email give her a call all the information is right there Earl on cars and uh, we uh, as Stu said we have a fantastic mystery shopping report to get to and uh, don't forget www.youranonymousfeedback.com now back to the recovering car dealer Rick Kearney has worked for me for, what, 27 years, 25 years? 25. 25 years. And uh, he is a top-notch technician. We call him auto computer scientist because of the high-tech cars that we're selling and servicing and repairing these days. And uh, let me ask you this, Rick. Start out, I mean, talk a little bit about what you do, but start out with how is the service department, how do service departments, technicians, you're getting in and out of cars, you're... Uh, you're coming close to customers, uh, uh, service advisors. When you come to a service store, how have things changed, and what what do you see different about servicing, maintaining, and repairing a car during COVID? Oh man, it's it's changed dramatically over the last several months. Uh, the masks, of course, uh, a lot of guys are wearing gloves to get in and out of the cars. Hmm. Um, we have to be extra careful now because we're using. Uh, steering wheel covers and covers on the gear shifters so anywhere that we're touching we're touching a plastic cover right of course that can make it a little more tricky to make sure you're steering the car and handling the car safely um so we are very cautious about that we also have a team of uh the porters that will spray disinfectants after we're done mm -hmm. to make sure that hopefully anything gets killed yeah um all the technicians are watching out for each other we're doing temperature tests we're keeping an eye on each other, making sure we've all got masks and sharing, you know, hey, if you don't have one, we'll get you some. You know, it's really just become a, a, a new challenge. Yeah. I get calls from people uh, wanting to service their cars, but they're, they're nervous about coming in. And uh, I had one call the other day, uh, uh, a person was going to be driving to New Jersey and uh, just didn't have the time to get in to have done what he had to have done and it was a warranty item and uh, he says if I if I don't get it fixed now by the time I get back uh, it might be out of warranty um, excuse me uh, we have a caller from Michigan who's been holding oh I didn't know okay yes. let's go I'll finish that story okay Ken good morning hi, hi good morning and Earl, you can finish your story if you want. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not, I meant I'll finish it after we talk. Your priority, because we love the callers. Oh, I see. Well, thank you. Um, I'm uh, I'm the firefighter paramedic up here in uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan, wow. that uh, purchased the 2016 Toyota Prius uh, that um, Toyota took the feature out that you can change to kilometers per hour. Ah. And, uh, after that $30,000 purchase of Toyota, uh, they said the only remedy to get kilometers per hour when you drive across the border to Canada, which was two miles away from the Detroit Auto Show, is to buy a new Prius to replace your Prius. Mm -hmm. uh, you folks checked into that, and um, I wrote uh, to Toyota, no response. But uh, what they just did this week was force a software update 
for your radio navigation system. And unfortunately, when they when I bought the car, they had Toyota Crippleware installed in the nav system because the navigation system would reset as you were driving, and it made it useless until wow. they came up with a software update, which was six months later. Wow. Um, so just this week, they forced out a, a mandatory software update to apparently add Amazon Alexa to the system. The problem is it has a high battery drain on your cell phone, at least my Note 9 Samsung cell phone, and the only alternative is to buy a new cell phone or wait for Toyota to fix their software. Toyota apparently, and your service people could probably tell me, once they force a mandatory software update, which hasn't been for a couple of years, there's no way to revert to the previous software update. You're stuck with it. And so what they can do, what Toyota has done, is they've taken features out of the nav system, such as, such as uh, some of the software, you can't access it anymore, and then they replace it with uh, Amazon or some other company. Is there any remedy to that? Because you could buy a car, and then two years down the road or three years down the road, they force a software update, which can cripple your car, and you're just stuck with it. And the remedy is buy a new car or buy a new phone. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Ken, uh, I'm going to let uh, Rick answer uh, the technical part of this question. It's largely technical. But first, let me say uh, uh, congratulations on how much we appreciate the firefighters and the paramedics out there. Frankly, I don't know how you do it. Uh, yeah, I guess, yes, you got a lot of courage and a lot of care about other people. But uh, the way you're exposing yourself now to COVID in this uh, crisis that we're going through, uh, the world needs more people like you. And thank you very, very much. I, uh, one, before I turn it over to Rick, I'll also say that uh, we'll take this to the top in Toyota because what you are describing here is something that is just wrong. And uh, I've been around a long time. I've been a Toyota dealer for 47 years. I know a lot of people in Toyota. They know me, and they know I speak my mind, and I will carry your message to the very, very top. Uh, what I'd probably like to do is get you to confirm, if you wouldn't mind, texting us uh, a summary of what you are verbally you know, descri- describing here so I can have the detail when I go to Toyota directly to take it to the top. This thing, by the way, about the odometer and kilometers and miles per hour, th- this is a, we had a, another complaint on this uh, from somebody in the Michigan area because close to the Canadian border, and uh, they, they, you know, they finally fixed that later on after, but he got stuck with that situation. Uh, Rick, uh, I'm going to turn it over to you now. And uh, can you shed any light on this? Uh, Ken, what, what year is your Prius? This is a 2016 Toyota Prius. Hmm. Cause and it's the one that's manufactured uh, January or February that they said they didn't want to fix the odometer situation. And as a healthcare worker, it's kind of critical because I can't drive that vehicle safely into Canada where they need healthcare workers in the indigenous indigenous areas where they're hammered with COVID. By the way, I see your face masks on Facebook and um, I did notice some fogging of your glasses, which means uh, that the face mask is not fitting correctly. And the deal is 
unless you get a quantitative fit test, sometimes you can't, you put a face mask on, but it's not really effective. Mm -hmm. uh, you might want to consider switching over to the lower cost surgical mask, not an N95, although that would be ideal, uh -huh. but uh, switching over to the surgical mask, which would fit better and be sure to take that metal piece on the top of your mask and uh, bring it down around your nose so it fits tight. I just did that while you were describing and I was looking at myself in the monitor and you're right and now I squeeze the uh, band and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's not fogging my glasses anymore. So thank you very much. I'll look into that uh, surgical mask. Okay. And they're low cost. They're, they're cheap. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to check on that uh, with the Alexa thing because I wasn't aware that the 16s could have the Amazon Alexa connection. Um, as far as I'm aware, 19 Camry was the first one that was getting Google CarPlay with Alexa coming next. And in the 20s now, CarPlay and Alexa are pretty common. Um, but for 16, I didn't know they had a, a backwards compatible because as far as I'm aware, the only download we can do for CarPlay even was 19s and the older ones didn't have it. Uh, but no update to your radio is actually a, a mandatory thing. If anyone's telling you it's mandatory, they're wrong because they're not allowed to make any adjustments to your car without your permission anyways. So you can say, no, I don't want that updated. If it's working fine, I want to leave it alone. Don't touch it. Well, that's exactly what I thought. But Toyota they forced the update. It came up on the screen saying, you have a mandatory update that you must load. And mm. if you don't load it, it's going to knock out your nav system. So you have no choice. That's, to me, Once that's they, the, uh, the real offense there to, uh, to force someone to take an update, yeah, especially I, I when you haven't done that. your homework to realize what uh, um, you know, unintended consequences that forced update a cause so they've got a they've got a liability exposure I think they really do I think when this gets to the top of uh, top guy uh, in Toyota I think something will be done and that's the reason I'd, I'd like you to summarize that in a text to us did you get our text number Ken do you have that written down I do have that yeah. unfortunately yeah. I took screenshots Oh. So I can also send Perfect. those over to you where it says uh, that it's a mandatory update. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your help. Well, thank you, Ken. Again, thank you for doing what you do. The You first responders are amazing people, and uh, we, uh, we won't forget it. Uh, we all really appreciate it. So stay safe yourself, please. Yes, Ken. Thank you for putting your life on the line every second of the day. Everybody here appreciates what you do. Okay, thank you, and I'll, I'll get to work on it. Can you call back next week? I'll have some information for you. You, Earl. Okay. Thank you, Ken. 877-960-9960. That's 877-960-9960. And you can text us at 772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. Let's try to get to some uh, text or... Okay. Uh, yeah. I got some anonymous but feedback. First, let me remind the ladies, you can win yourself $50 this morning. Oh, yeah. Two Oops. new lady callers, give us a call. Take advantage, 877-960-9960.
We'd appreciate hearing from you. If you don't have a question, give us a call and say hello, just to let us know you're listening. And I just forgot, I was writing that. I was about ready to finish up something, but I forgot what it was. You had a story that you were telling that you said you would finish. It'll come to you. Don't it'll think about it. Exactly. Yeah. It'll pop yeah. It'll pop in soon. If anybody remembers, tell me what I'm talking about because I forgot. Eli says, let it go. It must, it must <laughs> not have been too important. Okay. <laughs> it'll come to you. <laughs> Maybe some of these will jog your memory. Yeah. Okay. First one is from youranonymousfeedback.com. Oi, Earl. That's what it says. Oi, Earl. When will you have a guest on your show? Thanks. Well, well uh, I, know, I think you, you already know, answered that. I know. I, this, I have one anonymous feedbacker that has asked several times, and I have to confess, I didn't ask him to be the guest. He asked to be the guest, which is really impressive because a real car dealer, a real successful big car dealer uh, is going to come on the show, mm-hmm. and that is really cool. And uh, I hope the other car dealers out there listen to it because you're going to be surprised. I'm not going to attack this man. And we're going to speak like two adults, respectfully of each other, and we're going to listen to his opinion, and I believe he'll listen to my opinion. And uh, I'm just very encouraged about that. I would say that over the years, uh, we've been largely or mostly, uh, you know, complimentary of off-lease only. Uh, we've said, you know, do your homework and, and buyer beware. And well, they did threaten to sue us. Uh, we got a letter from their attorney. Yeah, but that was uh, one little hiccup in an otherwise you know, yeah, loving, and I, loving but relationship. But what was handled, you know, if you keep the attorneys out of it, usually uh, business people can yeah. work things out, or customers and business people. And the attorneys try to, to flame the fire. So this, uh, this attorney wrote, uh, wrote a, a threatening letter. Right. And now what do I do? i got to give it to my attorney. And then my attorney, so then they make some money, the billing hours go up, and uh, it'll just be Mark and me and Stu and Nancy and Rick, and we'll be talking. And we'll be talking like civilized In that case, it was was pretty cheap. We got a letter, we replied with a letter, and that was the end of it. That was the end of it. (laughs) It could have gotten worse. Okay, folks, we have another phone call, and it is from Linda, and she is calling us from North Carolina. Oh, boy. Hi, Linda. Well, hello. Good morning, Earl. Hope everyone's doing well this morning. Good morning, Linda. Well, good morning. Okay, so my my question is, I've been doing extensive research, just found your your information um, a couple weeks ago, and um, I was hoping to be actually trying to purchase a car um, the next few days since it's the end of the month and quarter. But I don't know that that's going to happen. I've got my car selected. I want. Um, I'm, I'm trying to um, to purchase like a 2018 or 19 uh, Kia Soul Plus off lease. You know, from an individual, uh, individual from a dealership, but off lease individual uh-huh. own car from Kia. Uh-huh. And uh, I thought the market was going to be flooded at this point, but I'm not seeing that. Um, you know. Uh, do you have any information on, on, on that? And then I do have a, a few other questions after that. Well, I, I think Stu and I are going to disagree on this. I think uh, <laughs> Stu, is, Stu is going to say that the prices are going up. And I'm going to say on the later model cars, the prices uh, uh, are not going up. They're, uh, they're at least stable. The, the highly desirable cars in the in the you know, $15,000, $18,000 range or ten, even 10000 uh, are very scarce, and those prices yeah. are going up. Uh, the off-lease cars 
Uh, Hertz just sold 150,000 cars uh, to uh, CarMax and to AutoNation. 150,000 cars. Uh, last week I talked about Avis selling uh, half their fleet uh, to uh, another uh, big retailer. It might have been AutoNation. Uh, what's happening with the scarcity of, use, of new cars, and those, those prices are really going up, uh, people are going to the later model used cars. If you can, if you can get a 2018 uh, certified car, it's, it's a great alternative to a new car. And because the rental car companies are in, in a lot of trouble, Hertz is in bankruptcy, and they have to raise cash, they're liquidating. So uh, uh, I don't think uh, Stu agrees with me on that, but I'll well, let no, I was going to say, I mean, well, you may, I mean, I'm going to agree with the first part of your point. Um, like, like, we're on our, in our wholesale business, and that's, that's when we sell um, usually older, you know, higher mileage cars, cars we're not going to retail us personally. Prices have gone through the roof. I mean, they have more than recovered. That's I mean, what I, yeah, I just said that. Yeah, yeah, and we have a huge yeah. wholesale profit based yeah. on that. Um, and you're right, the, um, the, there is, all, there is a hard, there's a shortage of used cars out there as well, and I think this is a function a lot of the just the big slowdown. There's the a shortage of some. The yeah. later model cars, because they're being coming in off lease yeah. in great numbers, and they're coming in for rental companies, are not in short supply. So, uh, we actually had our wholesale uh, person from the dealership saying that we could buy cars retail from Hertz for three to five hundred dollars over wholesale price retail for three to five hundred that's a real bargain right. so Hertz was selling cars at a low price now they sold I guess about all their cars right. and they'll come be coming back on the market so Linda without getting into a philosophical discussion here I think you can buy a late model used car off lease or off rental and again uh, get a pretty good price on it you have to shop and compare I'd start by going to Hertz, and they may have some cars out there still advertised. Uh, Hertz is advertising cars on their rental sale, HertzRentalSales.com, I think. And uh, uh, it, uh, they have a rent before you buy the car. Those aren't the ones I'm talking about. The Hertz certified cars, check those prices out. You might find a Kia. I don't know if they rent Kias or not, but wherever you go, uh, uh, shop and compare, get three bids. From three different uh, dealers on the model Kia that you'd like to buy. Okay, yeah. Well, it seems like what what I'm reading is like with individual off lease that they're um, which that's kind of what I was you know looking uh, yes. towards um, is that right now uh, so many of the uh, of of the people that's got those leases they are being told that they can keep them because of COVID right now yeah. and, uh, you know, so I didn't know if if you happen to know when that was going to change, uh, that people were going to start, you know, having to bring them in. Yeah, Linda, that's uh, anybody's guess. Uh, things are changing every day. If you, if you heard something on television or radio a, a month ago, it's probably changed with respect okay. to COVID. Nobody knows what's going on. But... Uh, uh, I think that the uh, that the leasing companies uh, uh, are going to make that decision based on the residual value of the car. In your contract, there's a number that gives you the right to, if you if you were leasing a car uh, in a in a lessee's contract. Okay. That residual, yeah. the leasing companies when they take that car back have to sell it at auction. 
And if they can get more at auction than the residual value, they're generally happy. Uh, they might want you to keep the car, and this is, this is not even related to COVID, if they find out that they can't uh, wholesale the car uh, for what they're able to, what, what, their, what the residual value is. So uh, it, it's, it's, nobody knows the answer to your question. I do want to emphasize. Okay. Uh, I do want to emphasize not to uh, <laughs> debate early anymore, but um, it is different all around the country in different markets. And here in this okay. current market right now, we're having a hard time buying cars, even the later model ones, on because because of the okay. prices. But there is. I mean, so, where, so where, where are you located? Uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Yeah. So I mean, their market could be totally different, and it it is reasonable. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so you think probably uh, a rental would be just as as as, as good of an option then then I I, I mean yeah I think uh, better rental yeah I think rental, better. rental okay. cars at one time had a bad reputation uh, they actually are well cared yeah. for and maintained and uh, either a off rental or an off lease is a good buy and uh, okay. Linda this is Nancy and uh, yes. I, I'd, uh, I'd like to tell you that uh, the guys have given you some great information and uh, most of all keep in mind that the rules are definitely changing and uh, with your lease uh, if it's uh, time to to take it in uh, they're even extending uh, that time and again I can't emphasize enough the rules are definitely changing uh, mm -hmm. we're we're in a whole new it's a whole new ball game now so uh, keep your eye on things and protect yourself knowledge is power oh yeah definitely definitely Linda are you well, a first-time uh, caller yes I am you've won yourself fifty dollars this morning for being a first-time caller perfect perfect stay on the line give your information okay, you. to Mike in the control room That'll be the okay. only way I can send you a check. Okay. All righty. Okay, thank you. You're quite welcome. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Isn't this a great forum that we have? We have mm -hmm. so much information to share with you guys, and it's all free. And then all the information that you give us, it is just a, a great win-win situation. So please be part of the show. We thank you for tuning in. I know you guys have a whole lot more to do, but we you stick around and you get a lot of information. So 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-970. Four nine seven six five three zero. Okay, uh, Rick's got YouTube, and Stu's got a whole bunch of text, so mm -hmm. let's get moving. Okay, uh, Mark Ryan from up in Iowa is asking, my regular mechanic recommended a fuel system decarbonization on my daughter's 2009 Camry with 75,000 miles. There were no engine performance issues, $210 for this service. Was it necessary? Well, uh, Toyota does not recommend have a recommended maintenance for doing such a service. Now, that being said, there, there's nothing in the recommended maintenance manual that Toyota provides for it. But as a mechanic, I will say there's one small part of that service that I would recommend, and that is simply cleaning the throttle plate on the throttle body. $210, a little excessive for that. He probably had went a little overboard 
and did some things your car really didn't need. What year car was it? In 2009. Uh -huh. Yeah, so as, as cars get older, the carbon will build up on the throttle plate, yeah. and it can make the car run a little bit rougher. So cleaning that off once a year or two is that, is that in on the, the older cars. Is that in the recommended maintenance by the manufacturer? No, nope, it is not. Yeah. But it is something that's helpful is clean, yeah. just cleaning that off. Yeah, here, but it's here. a service should be about $35, here's, that's all. Here's my problem, and I appreciate that, Rick, very much. But, uh, you know, if you stick, you know, sometimes when we get too specific on things, uh, this is what the service advisors do when you pull into the service department. And we tell people only have done what the factory recommends in your owner's manual. It's easy to remember. Yep. You, ha you should have an owner's manual. Once you start discussing, and then, and then we say, but there are exceptions. And now you're saying cleaning the throttle body is an exception. So they're going to see Charlie in the service drive uh, somewhere in the country, and he's going to say, now this is an exception. This is not in your zone. So who do you believe? Yeah. So I think the key phrase in there was there was no issues. They didn't have any, any performance problems. Yeah. Like, right. If you were, then go, all right, what's going on? Well, maybe that would work. But yeah. just to say as a preventative yeah. measure is, is most likely. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. that's where I'd have an issue yeah. with it. And also I have to say that because you're a technician, uh, you are a perfectionist, and you mm -hmm. understand things maybe too well, and you could make an intelligent choice if you were on the other end of. But people have to have simple rules, and I think the, uh, I think a very good, safe, uh, effective rule: just don't get anything done to your car that is not in the owner's manual. And there are exceptions. Rick is absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's like a repair. It's like the owner manual doesn't say to. Uh, you know, fix a broken part, yeah. but if something goes wrong, so if your car's not performing right, yeah. then look for the things that are going to fix it, but don't yeah. just it do it sounds good. Decarbonization, oh, yeah. I love the word. Well, it reminds me Decarbonization, hey, we it, need to do the it's decarbonization. Like, it's like a detox, selling somebody like a, exactly. a, a detox yeah. or some sort of a Rick, Well, here's, here's the one little caveat that I will throw here, Yeah, is that if you're from Missouri, then you should follow that simple rule, because the mechanic should be able to Take the air hose off, pull that throttle plate open, and show you all the black carbon on that yeah. throttle plate. And if they can show you, yeah. yes, there is a buildup there, then I would authorize having it cleaned. That's true. But see, now you have to get into a confrontation. And people don't like that. It, true. Know, that is like, the difficult part. Just like I said, well, I'm going to go up in public so when somebody doesn't have a mask on. I don't want to do that. Right. I, I mean, I, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. People don't like confrontation. So uh, this pleasant-looking service advisor says, Mr. Jones, uh, you really need to have your throttle body cleaned. And it's not in the owner's manual. I'll tell you that up front. But you need to trust me. So now you've got to say to Mr. Jones, uh, Joan, Mr. Jones got to say to the technician, well, I want you to show that to me. I want you to take that apart. So you're challenging him. People don't like to be challenged. Anyway, we're uh, digressing on a psychological thing. Uh, let's get back to some text over here. Okay. okay. Uh, anonymous feedback. Uh, you'll, you'll like this one. Dear recovering car dealer, please drink some disinfectant. Ooh. <laughs> Right. I do. I, I drank disinfectant every night about 5 o'clock. It's Hendrick's <laughs> gin with just a little bit of vermouth, and it's kept me safe for many, many years. I mean, sometimes I get too safe, but I, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. He's become a professional shaker. 
<laughs> a little Woodford Double Oak Preserve. And he comes, yeah. he gets real close to me, I highly recommend so I can it. hear him. I highly recommend it. Hendrick's gin was just a little bit of uh, Nellie Pratt. Right, the, the, That's not the way you pronounce it. The hint it. of juniper is just sublime, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and two olives stuffed with garlic. Okay, I think we, the garlic probably is what really disinfects me. That's true. Well, yeah. garlic is good for you. I don't know about the gin, but the garlic for sure. Oh, okay. well, that's debatable. <laughs> that's that gar- that that's garlic. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that garlic has yeah. really marinated a long time in all that sodium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a, uh, a different, well, I don't know if it's different, but it's a different wording. Hello, Earl. Are you still planning to have a guest on the show? And you, you address that. Yeah. Um, Okay, why did well, you let just, yeah. If you just tuned in, I'm so excited about the guest. Mark, the former owner of OffLeaseOnly.com, one of the largest used car dealers, certainly in Florida, and uh, he's going to be on the show next week. So be sure to tune in. I, I don't know his last name. First name is Mark. I'll look it up. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's in my text messages. Yeah. Um, this is for Rick. Now, Rick, would, would hard wiring a dash cam to the battery of my 2020 Highlander void any warranties? Uh, would this also cause any issues? And no, it will not. And as a matter of fact, um, my own dash cam, although it has the battery backup, so I run it just on the uh, power outlet. But yes, if you want to have it hardwired, I would recommend have a professional installer do this. You can run it directly off the fuse block inside the car, or if you want to run the wire all the way out to the battery, that can be done. Can you hardwire mine, a mine owl dash cam? It can be, yes. Is it a huge job? Uh, it can be quite a job, but yeah. however, your owl already has the battery backup in it, so even when your power's off on your car, okay. your owl's got plenty of battery okay. power okay. to record any incidents occurring. I yeah. love my owl dash cam. My two cents is um, I, I, it, they plug into the, the data port, right? That's where they get power, and a lot of them, like the owl cam does, correct? Oh, the owl cam goes to the data port? Yes. Then it's got power all the time, so it's fine. I think it does, or it's easily removed, in other words. I think mm-hmm. it's, um, if, I think a hardwire, if you went there and spliced wires and all that, and then you switch cars or want to loan it to your spouse or something, it makes it, it makes harder. It more difficult. If it's yep. a plug-in one, I think you find it more convenient. Mm-hmm. I Much use the owl cam. T- well, you did use the owl cam until I got a car with a tiny windshield. Um, okay, next one. Uh, more anonymous feedback. Um, Earl, good morning. You know what I love about the show? No commercials, no advertisements, no breaks. The show just rolls along, and I love my Saturday mornings because of it. Oh, I feel all warm inside. I also like to pass along some info. There are a few other sources out there for car buyers to glean additional information. I can predict who they are. Um, from um, On YouTube, search for Kevin Hunter, the homework guy, and Steve Leto. Uh, both of these gentlemen's channels contain valuable car buying advice and a recurring theme that you share as well. Be informed. Knowledge is power. Got that, Nancy? Knowledge is power, and thank you. Have a great day. That's a and really just, nice day. He just reminded me about no commercials. Here's a commercial, okay? <laughs> I want you to buy this book, Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer. And uh, this is an amazing handbook that will tell you everything that we talk about on this show and more, and it has uh, everything I do in my blog, all the information you want on, and now you're thinking to yourself, you're just, show, you're just trying to sell your book. I am trying to sell the book, but 100% of the proceeds of the everything we get back from Amazon, you can buy this on Amazon, everything Amazon sends us, total proceeds on this book go to Big Dog Ranch Rescue. Very good. Big dog. (laughs) Now, you can go to uh, bdrr.org. 
That's the website, www.bd is in big dog, rr is in ranch rescue, bdrr.org. Is it .org? I think it is .org. BDRR.org. Dot .org. Yes. And you can check and you pick your doggies out. And when you find your doggy, uh, uh, well, actually, and you can even tune in to our Facebook page, and we give a Dog of the Week. Nancy and I and Stu do a Dog of the Week. So buy a book, learn how to buy a car without being ripped off by a car dealer, and help save a dog all at the same time. There's a commercial. Great commercial. Hey, we're going to, we, Earl and I are trying to decide whether or not we're going to get a puppy or we are going to get a baby, have a baby. Uh, And that's all because of Paul Neese and Oliver and, uh, of course, (laughs) Justin and Lindsay who have Jackson. So we've been looking at all these baby pictures and all these puppies, and we just said, wow, I wonder if we could rent something. (laughs) Give us a call, 877-960. 9960. They are adorable, aren't they? And you can text us at 772-497-6530. And ladies and gentlemen, don't forget your anonymousfeedback.com. I think Rick's got another YouTube. I've got a couple here, but this one, Donovan Lewis says, why do dealers feel it's okay to have the most uncomfortable buying experience, making it feel as if you're being discriminated against because it seems like you don't belong in this high-end dealer. I was in Mercedes of Pompano yesterday, an AutoNation store, and it was the most uncomfortable experience I've ever had looking at a car. They didn't care I was there, told me if I don't want the car, it doesn't matter. They had multiple other buyers for the car when pointed out something they didn't say over the phone that I asked about. With everything going on today, how can car dealers still get away with Oh, this guy doesn't have Mercedes money. Then they lie about what they will pay for my trade based on another store that I actually called and offered me more over the phone. So they held on the trade and threw a $799 dealer fee on top. Wow. You know, before we get into the meat of that question, this caller has been holding. Oh, okay. And I want to let Frank know that we know you're holding from West Palm Beach. Earl's going to answer this question, which might be a little bit lengthy, but no. we're going to get to your Frank, call. Frank, I'm going to make it real quick. Uh, AutoNation's a good store, and we recommend AutoNation in general. But like every other retailer, you have rotten apples. You got hold of a rotten apple. He was, it wasn't just rotten. It was a stupid apple. Because a lot of people that got a lot of money don't dress or act like they have a lot of money. Matter of fact, a lot of people will do that on purpose because they don't want to be targeted as a rich person that can afford to pay too much for a product. So the salesperson you talk to, maybe the manager at AutoNation, uh, uh, Pompanello Mercedes, uh, just didn't know what they're talking about. Go to the general manager of that AutoNation store, Pompano Mercedes, and tell them exactly what happened. And I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. They will sincerely apologize to you. They might even get rid of the salesman or certainly coach him. But uh, that's, a, that's not a standard operating procedure for AutoNation stores. Now, if we can go to Frank. You're a multitasker. <laughs> morning, Frank. Good morning. Good morning. Speaking of babies, my friend just got one. And I was in it last night. And... Uh, Every now and then, when we stop, I feel a drinking And I said, what's this? And he told me that it turns off. 
when he stops and starts when he steps on the gas. I thought they did away with that stuff. Hmm. No, that's that uh, stop-start technology, and a lot of manufacturers are still, they still like it. Uh, I myself, don't. I consider it annoying. I don't like it. Yeah. But it works. I mean, I've, I've run a, gas, a, a tank of gas with it on, and I get about two miles a gallon better, yeah, honestly. Yeah. And I turn it, but it's so annoying at a stoplight. It feels weird, and I'm not used to it. Maybe over years, people get used to it. Don't know. I, I bought a new car for yeah. my wife just last year, and the tech that works next to me bought one for his wife Was just it a one year later. Was it a Toyota? Absolutely. RAV4. It's a RAV4s. <laughs> And yeah, well, I, I have the same car that you guys. Uh, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, the and that, guy that shook you up a year ago, the salesman Keith, who told me uh, his price is the same as Tesco. Now, I'm sure you remember that. You can, you can deactivate the start-stop, but you have to do it every, every time. time you start the car up in the first place. You can deactivate the start-stop. But the next time you shut the car off and restart it, it's going to go back. Yeah. How much again. How much trouble is it yeah. to deactivate? How long does it take? Just it a, second a second or two. You push a button. Push a button. Oh, yeah. Nice. And it tells you on the dash if it's activated or not. A line will go through the yeah. start-stop. Um, so it's not a pain. But if you don't remember, and I never remember. And so, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Otherwise, it's just something you kind of got to get used to. So is that uh, super to have that store? Yes, that's what I'm describing right now, and you know I'm driving this beast of a car, and I don't want my engine to ever stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's. I know you drive that car, and I can't. Yeah, I've, that, I've cut you off a few times on military trail, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, you you wouldn't cut off a RAV4. No, no, I'm just teasing. Especially with a tight with an Earl Stewart. <laughs> right. <laughs> I slow down when I see those. Well, anyway, that that was my question. I, I remember Cadillac had that, and uh, it seemed to be not working right, and I thought they should, everybody got rid of it. No, I, 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 I found it very annoying, yeah. the short trip that we had last night. And also, that car doesn't have XM radio. They don't make, they don't put it in. That's another crazy thing. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That is crazy. I, as far as the stop-start thing, Frank, uh, it's just the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life, to be honest with you. And uh, I'm really surprised that Toyota does it. I'm surprised that anybody does it. And I'd forgotten until you mentioned Cadillac did it about 30 years ago, and they were laughed out of town. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's not even new technology. It's old yeah. technology. And some idiot in the manufacturing uh, division come up with this and I don't know maybe they bought a bunch of parts and they got to use them up before they stop building them that way. <laughs> well here, here's the crazy part for you it has a battery that has a lifespan that it must be replaced and the same thing with the special starter and they're very expensive units compared even to the normal ones I didn't know that but they have a recommended lifespan and at the end of that lifespan Toyota says right in their book it's time to replace what, that battery. What's and it's the time to replace that starter. What's the recommended lifespan? I'm I'm going to look that up right now. Forty-five, well, that, 45 a, days. <laughs> that is insane. That Absolutely is. insane. Frank, I yeah. can't believe it. I just um. Hey, let, let me. I want to jump on the hate start stop uh, wagon too. It's the other thing that happens. It will run your air conditioning when you stop, but not at full efficiency. Yeah. And it's been 
bloody hot the last few days. And when the engine goes off, it, the air gets noticeably warmer, and you start to sweat. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Well, Frank, thanks. That's not far with the, uh, the button that you push to hold the brakes. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right, Frank. Thanks for the call, Frank. You always right, got thanks. good stuff. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one. <laughs> Love Frank. Eight, okay, seven, guys. Text to yeah, YouTube. Um, I got anonymous feedback. I got text. Uh, here's anonymous feedback. Why do dealerships charge extra for all weather floor mats? According to his website, carpet and all weather floor mats cost the same. And that is true. They are roughly the same price. Um, why do dealerships charge extra? Because they can, because they're trying you on. There's, they should be priced. Um, first of all, if it's there's a, genu- a there's a dirty joke about that. By the way, I can't say on the air, but all right, tell me after the show. I'll tell you after the show. But, but I will say they, that if they, they do it because they can, that's they, the punchline. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna yeah. I was gonna say that. But if they are, if these are OEM or made by the man, you know, branded by the manufacturer with its Honda or Toyota, there is an MSRP. Um, you can compare the MS just like a car. You can compare the MSRP MSRP of a part um, to another part. So look at the MSRP of the. Uh, of the, of the regular carpet mats and the MSRP of the uh, all-weather. Yeah, here, here's, here's some inside information for you. you, probably, if you all parts and accessories, on average, in the industry are marked up about 40%. Now, that's pretty big. But for car dealers, 40% isn't enough. So they will take parts that they buy, and they'll mark them up even beyond 40%. It's not unusual to have a part or an accessory at 200% of the cost. Mm-hmm. And so manufacturers, by design, they screw the dealer because the manufacturers overcharge for parts. Uh, you can buy what we call gray market parts. Uh, they come in from areas other than the manufacturer in the United States for far less than the manufacturer will sell to a dealer. I can buy Toyota parts that are perfectly good parts for less than Toyota will sell them to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it starts with the manufacturer overcharging the dealer, then the dealer overcharges you. The standard suggested retail for most manufacturers after they've overcharged the dealer is 40% over that too high price. And then the dealer does another 40% or 140% and charge that we have products and there are products out there now with 200 and 250% markups that you're paying. So. Floor mats, anything else you buy in the way of an accessory, whether it's manufacturer accessory or the dealer accessory, it's got a big fat markup. A dealer installed accessories are insane. A dealer installed accessory package could be a thousand percent markup. So the car, you know, you, you, you fight and you struggle and you negotiate and you haggle and you finally get yourself a good price on a car and then here come the accessories. Bam. And that's where they get you. They get you with the financing. They get you with the accessories. Even when you get through the minefield of buying the car right. And the parts that are more likely to have these huge markups are the ones that are, there's not a lot of information out there. Like, they're things you don't think about all the time. Regular carpet mats, everybody's got them. If somebody tried to charge you, you know, six hundred dollars for yeah. regular carpet, you would know. But all weather mats, they're they're rare and they seem special, so there's l- lower information. Yeah, so what I'm mainly about. familiar with is Toyo Guard, which is a Toyota product. We don't sell it, uh, but all the other Toyota dealers do. 
and the markup on that is how much to when you consider the holdback and the kickback msrp is 699 the true cost is around 189 or something okay, about well, what's the math on that 180 300 <laughs> markup i don't know the percentage yeah, huge markup toyo guard don't buy it okay attorney ashley moody are you listening that was quite a conversation that we right. just shared. But that question was about floor mats, so uh, um, <laughs> the answer is, Earl's first I'm sorry, they can. I couldn't control myself. I went off on a rant. I know I did. Uh, yeah, and by the way, um, uh, oh, never mind, we'll drop the mat thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, got another anonymous feedback. Uh, can you explain, discuss, explain tires for life programs offered by new car dealers? The procedure my Kia service department uses seems unfair slash unsafe. The tires look unsafe, but the service service advisor says the measurement of the tread depth is not in the range for replacement. We know all about this. Take it away. <laughs> yeah, the uh, uh, very few dealers offer this. We do at our dealership, and uh, basically, it's a way we we know that if you bring your car back to our dealership for service, that there's a much higher likelihood that you'll buy another car from us. It's like 50 percent greater likelihood statistically. So we incur a large expense, which is to provide tires at no charge uh, to all of our customers that buy new cars, our Toyotas. And uh, we, uh, uh, you replace these through normal wear and tear when the tread in our dealership goes below 330 seconds. Uh, the Department of Highway Traffic Safety says 230 seconds, so we try to err on the side of conservatism by just doing it any times below 330 seconds. The requirement is you have all your factory recommended maintenance. We never try to require you to do anything. And you heard me earlier in the show, if you were listening, just get your factory recommended maintenance. Don't buy anything else from a dealer or a service department except what it says in your owner's manual. So if you do that, then uh, our dealership will buy you a set of tires. We charge you to mount and balance them. Uh, our standard rate we don't mark that up and uh, it's a pretty good deal we love it because you're likely to buy another car from us actually we don't make much money in the service department because uh, your, your your service is free first two years with Toyota anyway and, and our reimbursements are, are, are less than what we yeah, normally charge yeah. yeah so anyway yeah. be careful they're not too many dealers do it this Kia deal you're talking about read the fine print find out what it's all about like anything else it's the dealer uh, credibility and transparent honesty. Any offer they make, you got to be sure you're dealing with right. a and honest it's their, person. And it's the dealer's motivation for why they're offering that. Like you said, see, cars are getting are requiring less and less repairs, maintenance is getting. Dealers aren't making money. Yeah, that's right. If the, if the goal is to get the car in the service department so they can overcharge for unwanted or unneeded services, that's a bad reason to do it. If it's like Earl said, just to maintain an ongoing relationship with the customer and, and increase the likelihood of t them repurchasing, yeah. that's okay as long as you don't take advantage of them in the service department. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Rick, you got some over here? We do. Our uh, Lamans is asking. What is the status of the new Venza? And what additional maintenance is required of a hybrid? Well, I'll handle that first part. It's actually a little bit less maintenance because such things as belts, a lot of hybrids don't even have drive belts on them and the brakes are gonna last a lot longer. Yeah. So your car is actually gonna require less maintenance yeah. by being a hybrid. I keep forgetting that, and a lot of folks aren't familiar with hybrids, but 
the reason hybrids require uh, less braking is because you have automatic braking by your electric motor. You take your foot off the gas, you have electric, you have automatic braking, and it's charging your battery mm -hmm. at the same time. It's a twofer, and that's what's so cool about hybrids. And uh, the brakes on a hybrid will last what 50% longer than a, a regular Tw combustion engine. Quite often, or yeah. more. Yeah. 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 So, now, Stu, what's that new Venza? New, the new, see, the Venza was a weird car. It looked like a very, like a tall station wagon, and it developed like a very loyal fan base. But overall, it kind of didn't do that great. But Toyota's bringing it back, and it's going to be out this summer, totally redesigned, and it's uh, more SUV-like. Only available in hybrid, and it looks a lot like um, like one of those Lexus SUVs. So it's pretty cool. Um, I'd say late summer is when it comes out. Okay, more text. Oh yeah, um, we're done with the anonymous feedback. Um, we have uh, some text that came in. This is from Mark, and Mark says, Good morning, gang. My 2017 Camry XLE has had a reoccurring problem with the right rear wheel air sensor. It happens, it's happened four times now. Um, is there any coverage after warranty um, is out because it's been a big issue for me? How far out does he say? Uh, I don't know the miles. The uh, looks like the by years they're really close. Twenty seventeen Camry, so yeah. it's, it's got to be pretty close. Yeah, well, Rick can answer that. I, as far as warranty goes, it's, uh, if you're close on mileage, you can uh, you can usually get goodwill adjustment of some kind. Uh, if you're close on mileage and close on time on the warranty, but you don't get it unless you ask for it. You have to ask for it, and you have to ask uh, the service manager or somebody up the line mm -hmm. because. Uh, uh, if you just ask the service advisor, they're usually too busy to want to mess with it. Yeah. Right. Uh, basically, for warranty, like good, like Earl says, Goodwill, you request that um, figure anything up to about eight, ten thousand miles after the end of the warranty, you usually can get covered. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to summarize several texts that have coming in there, complimenting the color of my shirt and Nancy's shirt. So Nancy and I both uh, thank you for our. What about our my, What about my you shirt? You got to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like you were born in that blue shirt. Well, I'm colorblind. I just can't can't tell. Okay. Um, I thought I had a green shirt on. Well, behind you. Um, all right. This is Jesse from Sebring. Um, she goes, this one's for Nancy. She goes, I saw you on Facebook filling your own windshield wiper fluid and saw you checking your tires in the driveway. Do you really do that? You saw it. Yeah, she yeah. does it. I do. This girl I do. Is, yeah. uh, I'm a firm believer in taking care of your uh, car. I that's guess a, you that's could. A, that's a Pittsburgh thing. She's. Uh, I guess you she might say. She reminds me all that. She's uh, put, I saw her putting chains on snow chains on the okay, tires the other day. Okay, I want silence. <laughs> I'm speaking. <laughs> the Queen is speaking. Oh. <laughs> You're not going to start talking about your Barracuda, are you? Uh, it, it, if you don't behave yourself, I definitely will. Okay. That next hour. Only about my Barracuda. Okay, Jesse, back to your question. Um, definitely, uh, you know, there was an incident that happened and um, my windshield wiper fluid ran dry and you never want to be in that position and it was really, the weather was very inclement. And so from that day on, I made sure that my windshield wiper fluid was always filled. So that's one aspect of my maintenance. And as, as far as the um, tires are concerned, you know, the tires, you know, that's the last thing that some people even think about. And your tires are so important. And once a month, they should be checked. And they should be checked when they're cold. 
and preferably in the morning. And also the owner's manual is a best place to go. I could give you all kinds of tips, but the owner's manual is the best place to go. But I can tell you, if you don't take care of your tires, your tires are not gonna take care of you. You're gonna be replacing them. You're gonna be spending more money on gas. And uh, also a little tip, keep that trunk, well, not empty, but kind of get some things out of there that are gonna drag you down and you're gonna have to spend more money on gas. I hope I answered your question, Jesse, and thanks for listening and thanks for texting. We need more women giving us a text and calling us at 877-960-9960. And I, for, for one, am impressed that you do that on your own. Um, it's, something, it's, it's hot, it's unpleasant, and you do it. Maybe it's something you can't help taking care, care of your own car that's pretty good i even detailed my car about a month ago and it will probably be something that i won't do again it was a whole lot harder for me this time around because i'm such a detailed person and it must have taken where it would take me when i was younger maybe a half hour yeah. gosh well, i think could, i was out in the driveway for an hour and a half i'll let you detail my car it's much smaller it's easier to do <laughs> i had the neighbors walking by saying will you do my car there you go uh here we go this is also from jesse it's a follow-up says quick question is are there any issues to your vehicle if you run the ac with the windows down or is that just a myth I think that the, I think Rick can really answer that question, but for me, I don't know, I'd be spending probably more money on gas uh, if my windows were down and my AC was on. But then again, I'm an old fashioned girl. They may, the cars are made so much better now. Maybe that's changed. That's pretty much all it'll do is use a, a little more fuel, uh, but no, it, it won't hurt anything. Okay, well, this is an interesting text. This is from a, a dealer, a car dealer up in uh, Peoria, Illinois, Ola. Uh, her dealership is G Inspired Automall. She had texted us a while back, um, really impressed with the show and our, you know, our doing business, and we've uh, served as an inspiration. We play uh, in Peoria. We do. Is that a song? That's an old expression. You okay. <laughs> Will it play in Peoria? Oh yeah, that's right. It's a political thing, right? Yeah. Okay. No, no. It's like Peoria is like the heartland, yeah. and Peoria is you have to when you do an advertising thing or political thing they always say will it play in peoria i'm gonna start using that uh okay so this is from ola ola says good morning uh sirs and ma'am thanks for all you do uh my question i'm looking to move to a bigger lot because of our growth good for you ola uh one of the improvements i'm looking to implement in the new place to have a gas tank on site about 40 inches in diameter and 12 feet long uh, so my guys don't have to drive the cars to the gas station all the time and that will pr improve our processes a lot do you think this is a good idea? And I know you have an opinion on this. Uh, do you think this is a good idea? I plan to locate this on the extreme end of the lot, but not sure if you see any risk from your experience. By the way, your honesty as a car dealer is what makes you successful, and all I can say is thank you for all you do, especially how you're leading us on um, leading, us, leading us on for small car dealerships. Thanks, Ola. Um, uh, you've done I, it. I strongly recommend against it. Yeah. And uh, gas tanks have so many regulations, environmental controls, uh, you have liability exposure. I'm speaking from vast experience. I've, uh, I've been do doing this for over 50 years, and I've had different dealerships all over. And uh, I've sold dealerships, and I've bought dealerships. And the biggest problem you have when you buy or sell a dealership or a piece of property that has a dealership on it is environmental. And uh, I went through a nightmare uh, every time I did it. 
uh, I finally gave up. I used to have my own gas station, mm -hmm. and I used to have my own gas tanks. And you're right, it's very convenient. You just you know fill it up right there. Uh, but you have all the exposure, and then you have to have the government come in, environmental, uh, there's an Environmental Pro uh, Protection Act that is absolutely, totally unfair. And uh, uh, to summarize without going through a, a long thing, which I could easily do. Don't do it. Don't do the gas tank. Now, there is an alternative solution, and it's a gas caddy. It's an above-ground tank that you can roll around. Um, I can't vouch for it, you know, whether it works well. We considered it for a while, and we yeah. ended up not getting it. Um, but w in that case, you wouldn't have to deal with the EPA and, and a lot of the regulations. Or uh, just the risk, if there is an accident, if there was something like that, you don't want to be have poisoning the groundwater there in, in beautiful Peoria. Yeah. All right, Stephen, we got some questions on the start-stop, apparently that hit a, a nerve with the listeners. Okay. And uh, it's a real short one. It says, hi, okay. Earl, Steve from New Jersey. Neighbor, a neighbor recently brought a new $110,000 Porsche sedan sounds like the the uh the cayenne maybe uh he didn't realize that he used a start stop uh that cannot be deactivated mm. um it's crazy and he hates it so yeah all right okay i mean like a porsche guy we cares about saving two miles per gallon exactly i mean uh <laughs> what uh, what is going through porsche's mind when they do that uh it's probably got a youtube uh, over here it's probably oh. the cafe standards i bet yeah uh, okay, it's time for us to talk about my Barracuda. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a lot right? of time. Rick has a, Rick has a YouTube. <laughs> that, that's a joke. I know. Uh, we have a caller. Oh, good. He, has a, he is definitely a regular caller that I have been in touch with personally. Before we take your call, John, we want to apologize to you. It, things are so crazy. I know you understand but I promise that manila envelope that you left for me, I will be bringing That's it my in. Fault. Uh, uh, I'll take the blame. I'll bring it in. Uh, I'll bring it to the studio next week. I apologize. Good morning, John, from Palm City. Good morning to everyone. Earlier we mentioned the advantage of a hybrid. Very interesting about saving brakes and everything. The good news is this week the number one selling vehicle in America which is the Ford F-150, announced a new hybrid coming out later this summer, oh. and it's going to be standard with a generator in it. Wow. The generator will be an option on the gas model F-150s, but this will be coming out and available to the public at the end of the year, a hmm. new Ford F-150 hybrid. So Very. that's good news. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, Rick is a truck man will tell you an advantage of a vehicle like that, especially a vehicle that's used constantly and used for construction and the additive of a generator on it, a big factor. So I just want to mention that also. And I just want to mention that, um, well, we thank for this radio, but the spread of the virus is pathetic because of the fact that people are not careful, they're crowds together, and their masks are not being worn, which they can't be forced, but it's just carelessness that seems to be, especially among the young people. Mm -hmm. And the young people are getting very negligent, thinking that uh, they're exempt from it, you know, the virus, yeah. and nobody is. Well, so John, I just want to mention about the new Ford F-150 hybrid, which I think is a big factor because it's such a uh, number one selling vehicle. Yeah. People don't know that. But that's the number one vehicle in America, selling vehicle. That's right. So, 
That you is know, a, I want to mention a nice something truck. else, too. They talk about imports that come in. And originally, if you remember, years ago, it was the Honda. Number one import in America. They were all made in Japan. <clears throat> but I see a pathetic increase in all areas when I'm driving of the Kia and the Hyundai. Yeah. And people got to forget, they actually forced originally that Honda build plants in America. But when I took that trip to the Panama Canal, I could not believe the transport ships, all of them, that had the Korean car, yeah. Hyundai, and Kia. And I just think that they should be forced to have plants like all the others imports in the United States, multi-plants. And it's, uh, you know, they're talking about import things with our medicines and vitamins and everything coming from all over. Well, this is a bad situation on people, and they're buying them because they're less money, they're cheaper. So I just want to bring that up. I see on the road, it's unbelievable. It looks to me like every third car that I see is either Kia or Hyundai. Well, John, to be fair, they're also good cars. Now, they weren't when they first came in, but the quality of the Kia and the Hyundai, they're both made by the same manufacturer, uh, is, is considerably better. And a matter of fact, in the, in the recent JD Power Quality Survey uh, for new cars, the uh, Korean cars uh, outdid the Japanese cars, and that's for defects during the first uh, 120 days or something like that. And Consumer Reports also gives them good quality, too. So it, it's, uh, I agree with you on manufacturing in the United States, but the fact of the matter is, quality-wise, they're, they're, they're good buys. They didn't used to be, but they're, they're giving Nissan and Honda and Toyota competition now. I agree with you on that, but if the import tax on it would be competitive to yeah. cars that are made and sold here in the United States, yeah, at least on, a, on an equal basis. You're right. You're absolutely right, yeah. Well, Kia and Hyundai both do have one plant each here in the U.S. Uh, Kia's got one in Georgia. Hyundai's got one in Alabama. And comparatively, Honda only has four plants total in the U.S., whereas like Mazda and Subaru each only have one. Are you sure about Mazda? Yeah, it's yeah. showing right here, uh, Huntsville, I, Alabama. Yeah, I thought they had more than that. How many does Toyota have? Now, Toyota, on the other hand, because Toyota, actually Toyota and Mazda are together on that one plant, and Toyota has four others, uh -huh. uh, Kentucky, Indiana, Texas, and Mississippi. Interesting. Well, Jonathan, well, just keep your eye on that new Ford F-150 hybrid. Oh, man, yeah. A generator, that's so cool. That is really cool. I, check, you know, I think it's going to have like a 700-mile range. And it's and it's more powerful than the gas version one uh, than the gas version F one fifty. How much power is that generator going to put out? I'd like to know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they say you can power a work yeah, site. So it'd be like you know if you go yeah. to the beach or you uh, you know it's like a you can plug stuff in AC I'm sure and you probably run a TV uh, you know tailgating party. Right. I mean just a great idea. Like right. a, a standard generator that you get at Home Depot. Yeah, you're you're talking like five thousand watts. Uh -huh. That that can run quite a bit. Well, this I mean, is this is a seven point two kilowatt for seven thousand two hundred watts. So it's oh, pretty that, substantial. Yeah. Yeah. You could Earl, almost run your house on that. Earl and I are thinking of getting one. You could you could literally <laughs> almost run your house on that. <laughs> there you go. Well, you guys have a good day and stay safe and wear the mask. Yeah, Very definitely, nice. John. Thanks for bringing it, that to our attention and uh, to what you just said about uh, the young people. Guess what? Miami Beach closed. They're not even going to take a chance. Fourth of July, 
closed. Yep, they closed all my favorite bars. 877-960-9960. And you can text us at 772-497-6530. Rick's got another YouTube. Uh, Kyle's asking, is the last day of the month the actual last day for a dealer to hit their sales bonuses, or does it go into like the third or the fourth day of the next month? Great question. Great question. Let me answer this one. Yeah, go ahead. most of the time, yeah, it's the last day of the month. However, um, to maximize the, the manufacturer's reporting and to, to match up with the incentive period, sometimes the end of the month is on the second, third, sometimes the fourth, maybe the fifth day of the month. We see it almost every year in December. So uh, in December, the, obviously the month ends on December 31st and the year begins. A lot of times they, they, they carry over the incentives and the sales reporting until the, into the middle of the first week of January. Mm-hmm. So, but don't take a chance. You might, you might want to ask them when their last day is because, um, you know, don't show up on January 4th. You might be, be out of luck and miss incentives. Yeah. But the incentives will have the date. That's how you figure it out. So it, you'll have, there, there's always an expiration date on incentives. And if the incentives uh, carry over a couple of days, then it's likely that they're carrying over that reporting. And I've got Justin asking... Is it okay to ask for a third set of keys during negotiations? So that's actually a good question there. Yeah, I think uh, it it costs money for keys, and uh, they'll build it in. Yeah, and it, 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 you have to be. I would uh, get my best price first and be sure right. I was happy with that and it was completely. And then I would ask for the keys. They'll probably tell you no that's because the, the manufacturers overcharge. The car dealer for the keyless remote, we pay like 150 or 200 bucks, and then we mark it up another 40 percent mm-hmm. and charge you, which is obscene. I feel so guilty that we're recommending people go to Ace Hardware or uh, other places where you can get the remotes made for you. But when you buy a keyless remote from a car dealer, uh, you're going to have tears in your eyes after you get through paying for it. They just over- we're overcharged and we overcharge you. And if you have smart key for your car. I'd look into the program where you can buy the warranty that if you lose your key or they get damaged, the company will replace your keys for you. Yeah. And it'll save you a whole lot of money if you happen to lose those keys because they are expensive. Yeah. But I like your, your, your suggestion, Earl. Um, get, get the out-the-door price negotiated, and then, then anything you're going to have to get thrown in to sweeten the deal. I mean, once you have that price uh, and, you, and you can compare that uh, – you know, have fun with this. <laughs> and then you're going to hear something like, Mr. Jones, I'm so sorry, but you really have beat us to death on this price. And this is, <laughs> we've never sold a car this cheap. Right. And now you want a free keyless remote. That costs us a lot of money. I'm so sorry. Right. But if you don't, if you do it up front, they'll say, no problem. Right, exactly. Yeah. Now you might what be else surprised. What you want? You want, you want, would you like a, you know, a, they'll give you anything to start with. And All they factor other formats. It, yeah. And they bake it into the price. Right. And then you leave and they might chase you out to your car with an extra key for you. <laughs> it always happens. Exactly. Uh, we got a text from John in California. Um, it says, uh, I dislike the start-stop thing on cars. My wife wants a Honda Pilot. It doesn't have that feature, but but Stu, you hit hit it right on the money with the AC thing. In order to get better fuel economy, when you come to a stop, the AC doesn't run at full potential, and it sucks when we live in the desert of La Quinta, California, where temperatures reach 105 degrees or higher. Hmm. Yeah, I know we know what it's like. We've had heat indexes here of 110 degrees in the last few days because the humidity, 
different kind of heat, but it's a wet heat, and mm -hmm. it does. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love hearing that? It's hey, it's a dry heat. No, it's a wet heat. Oh, man. Get it's out a, of an it's a lot of heat. <laughs> and your glasses are totally opaque. You can't see a doggone thing. Right. And then you got a mask on your face. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> All right, here's the last text uh, that I have. Good morning. This is from Anne Marie. Hey, Anne Marie. Years ago, I took a hydro a hydrogeology class, and the professor said that one gallon of gasoline can contaminate up to one million gallons of groundwater. Uh, that's why there are lots of environmental regulations. Here in Florida, most of our drinking water comes from groundwater. Thanks for a great show. Um, yeah, we know all about that, and um, I actually got a buddy I went to college with. He's a geologist, and that's what he did. He went down, he went and inspected gas stations. Um, want to make sure that the ground is suitable for the, you know in, installing an underground uh, yeah. gas tank, and but there's a lot of risk there. Well, I got some stories I could tell you about trying to I'll get my property cleared for environmental, and I can't tell them now because the statute of limitations is not up yet. Right. But, yeah, and uh, Errol, you really have a big one, yeah. a big story. That's okay. You're recovering now. Absolutely. That was in West Palm <laughs> Beach. Are we out of text? Uh, we're out of text for now. I'm sure. Yeah, I, got, I got a telephone. I'm not going to hate it when I. You know, give you zillions of numbers and you know, web uh, sites. And so, but if you're of the uh, opinion that people should be wearing their masks and you feel endangered when you're standing in line somewhere and someone's coughing behind you without a mask on or sneezing or whatever it may be, uh, Palm Beach County passed an ordinance uh, a few days ago. In Palm Beach County, uh, it's a $250 fine if you wear a mask into a public place. Uh, any retail establishment is a public place, and uh, if uh, someone is violating, they could get they get $250 fine in Palm Beach County uh, for the first offense and a $500 fine for the second offense. Now, will that be enforced? I don't know. I doubt it. But in case you're interested, the number to call to report an offender is area code 561-24-COVID, C-O-V-I-D. That's 561 area code. 24 COVID, C O V I D, and that's 561 242 6843. If you want to write the number down, I hate it sometimes when they give me the letters. But 561 242 6843, and you see somebody and just say, you know, this is not right. Uh, they'll probably, uh, I don't know what they'll do, but at least you can report people that are violating the law. And maybe I'm ultra sensitive. And Nancy and I, Nancy's 77, I'm 79, and you know, I get a, a, a case of the COVID, I'm not a happy camper because I'm probably not going to make it. And I don't want someone sneezing around me. And I think that people, uh, particularly uh, John uh, from Palm City mentioned, a lot of the younger people, I was in Publix the other day, and these young people are running around, big smiles, are happy, dance around, ran right by me uh, a couple times. And I'm saying, why are they doing this? And I, and I, I waited till they were out of there before I went to the checkout line. And it's just not the right thing to do. So if you want to report an offender on a mask, area code 561-242-6843. And easier to remember is 561-24-COVID. Think of 24 hours. And put that in your phone and make it a favorite so you can dial it right there on the yeah, spot. Yeah, it's a great idea, yeah. yeah. Great Five, idea. 561-24-COVID. 561-242-6843, and shake them up a little bit. They probably won't get fined, but uh, maybe somebody will call them or anyway. Yeah, get your, they'll be getting everyone's attention, that's for sure. We're going to go to Dallas, Texas, where Justin's waiting to be 
heard from. Good morning. Good morning, Justin. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. I had a question, a more general question. You know, we spend a lot of time talking about what dealerships, you know, uh, what they do wrong and what we can do to get, kind of get over on the dealerships at times. And I wanted to ask your, you know, professional opinions. What do you think dealerships have gotten right in the last five to seven years? What have they gotten right? Uh, you know, uh, not much. Uh, they're still operating pretty much the way they did a hundred years ago. It sound, does that sound like an exaggeration? I think we had car dealers a hundred years ago, maybe ninety. <laughs> so, uh, I think so, yeah. They're stuck in the same. Uh, were they? Loop. Was it direct factory? Like I don't know. Like so back. They were. In, they were direct factory at the very beginning. But yeah. Henry Ford, uh, when he went mass production, they started adding a dealership. But anyway. Uh, they they really don't. And I, I quote the Gallup annual poll on honesty and ethics and professions. You could Google that. Just uh, Gallup, G-A-L-L-U-P. Oh, Gallup, yeah, G-A-L-L-U-P. Uh, Gallup annual poll, honesty and ethics professions. And the car dealers are at the very bottom every year. And so that tells you, it started, that poll started in 1977, so you, you can say for certainty they haven't got any smarter or nicer or better yeah. in 40-some-odd years. And then you can look at popular culture. There's been car dealer jokes probably yeah. going back to the 40s. I yeah. mean, that type of thing was always a, it became a stereotype, but it was basically yeah, And they're getting smarter because they, they're, they're more devious. The deception is subtle and clever and... Uh, it's just a shame, and the, and the, and I know I'm ranting here, and you asked a simple question, and I'm ranting, but they are entrenched in business by the franchise systems in the 50 states. They have protected themselves through intense lobbying with national and state legislators so that they cannot be put out of business. They cannot be controlled. They have like a, a bubble around them protecting them from regulators like Florida's Attorney General, Ashley Moody. They can do whatever they want. It's a wild, wild west, and they get away with murder. Not literally, I don't think, but they sure get yeah. away with a lot of stealing. So I'll shut up, and you called me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you said if there's no incentive to yeah. be better because you, if you've created a bubble of protection, I mean, with, you know, here in Texas, Tesla wanted to come sell here, but the auto industry lobbied to say the only yeah. people you could buy car from were dealerships. Exactly, yeah. Tesla's a threat. And uh, believe me, you want to get a car dealer mad, just say the word uh, Tesla or Elon Musk, and uh, they, their blood pressure goes up. All the associations are so afraid. Because what Tesla did is established a whole new model platform, uh, kind of like Apple did with uh, they have a product, they sell directly to the public, and they do it politely, nicely, honestly, transparently. And when you buy a Tesla, it's a totally pleasant experience. Nancy and I almost bought a Tesla. We went in, and, and the shopping experience is, is, is about as good as an Apple store. And that's a high compliment. Yeah, uh, definitely. So, so the car dealers are afraid that this will become a trend and suddenly they'll be out of business. Either that or they'll have to start being honest. I mean, what a surprise that Consumer Report really slammed Tesla. And there's been a lot of news. On the, uh, on the quality, yeah. On the, on the quality of the vehicle. I yeah. say you still get, I still say you should get one. Yeah. So anyway, I... Uh, thank you so much for everything that you do, guys. We really appreciate watching. Well, well thanks. Uh, stay safe out there in Dallas. Uh, and... Um, and I appreciate the call. We love we love calls from out of state. If you could call again uh, sometime, 
uh, we'd really appreciate it. But stay safe and take care of yourself. Yeah, take, you too, take care you. of yourself, Justin. Texas is pretty crazy right now with that COVID-19. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And uh, I believe that Stu has got some texts. And I might add that uh, we've shut the lines down because we're going to be getting ready for the mystery shopping report. Well, let's jump Turn over. it over to Stu. We'll jump over to Rick, um, but keep the keep them coming in. If we have time at the end, we'll get to it. Also, youranonymousfeedback.com. Don't forget that. Uh, Rick, you got any YouTube comments? Actually, a couple here. Uh, R. Lamonts and Donovan Lewis are both mentioning that Apple is coming up with this keys program yep. by way of the iPhone. And Donovan says it's starting with BMW and Ford Apple Car Key, but it will catch on like CarPlay within the next three or four years. Yeah. And basically, folks, what this is, is your iPhone could actually be used now to unlock your car, mm -hmm. just like a remote. And obviously, you'll have remote start as well. I have that on my phone right now for my Lexus. And I can start the car. I can lock it. I can unlock it. Uh, I can uh, check to see what the mileage is. I can check to see if uh, maintenance is required. Uh, yeah. and, uh, that's all Toyota. Uh, Toyota has it, and that's a Toyota app, and yeah. they can do that. Yeah. One thing you can't do, though, is with the Apple thing, you can actually send somebody access to use your car. Let's say Nancy wanted to drive your car. You would just text her yeah. use, and you could, you know, you don't trust Nancy. She I, can do, I can do that with mine. You can send her a message, and she can, uh, you can uh, unlock I can, it. I can make a guest person. Ah, yeah. That's even better. See, yeah. Lexus is better than the, than the proletariat Toyota. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> all right, we're caught up on text, right? YouTube's everything. I got before we do the uh, bull, uh, the uh, mystery shopping report. Uh, I just want to say shame on uh, Green Acres Nissan. They've been running this ad for weeks uh, in the newspaper, and uh, you see the colors. I just noticed that uh, the Hertz's colors, and they're talking about as if uh, well, I got a wrong way. They had this uh, full page ad implying that they're selling Hertz cars, and. Uh, it's not true. Uh, they don't sell Hertz cars. They don't have any Hertz cars, and they're trying to attract you with Hertz's bankruptcy. The fact of the matter is, as I said earlier in the show, that CarMax and AutoNation, th this uh, article here says they may, they did buy 150,000 cars. CarMax and AutoNation bought 150,000 cars from Hertz. And we were talking earlier about a, from a caller about should I buy a late model off-lease or off-rental car. But when you see car dealers out there saying that they are slashing the prices because they got a bunch of cars from Hertz or Avis or Budget or Enterprise, they're lying to you. Uh, especially in Hertz's case because Hertz is bankrupt and they have to go through uh, a bankruptcy at, uh, judge and they cannot sell a car at a distressed price. They're prohibited by law. They have to sell cars, any product, anything that they sell when you're in bankruptcy, you have to sell with the approval of the bankruptcy judge. And he wants to get all the money he can for the products because he has to pay that to the creditors, which is why they're in bankruptcy. So uh, shame on uh, Green Acres Nissan. Uh, this is a misleading, deceptive ad and just ignore it entirely. With that said, it's time for the Mystery Shopping Report. And we mystery shop Sunrise Ford. 
Uh, how many of you in this area remember the commercial at Sunrise Ford? They had a salesperson. Do you remember that, Stu? Uh, he was kind of a chubby guy, and he was very funny. He had a, he had like a, a just a great comic uh, presentation. How far back are you going? Oh, not not far. Uh, six seven years. Anyway, I've all I, I always appreciated. Uh, you know, if you try to be funny on the air, uh, TV, and you fail, it's embarrassing and it's a negative. So for an amateur, you know, for a local business to actually have a funny ad, and he yeah. really did. So I just, uh, I forgot about that until we mystery shopped Sunrise for They're in Fort Pierce? They're in Fort Pierce, Fort yeah. Pierce, yeah. We've never shopped them before. I, you know, crazy, we should have. I have to be honest, the last several weeks of mystery shops have depressed me. They really have. Maybe it's everything that's going on. We're living in very distressing times. Week after week, we keep uncovering some of the worst car dealer behavior and tactics, certainly some of the most egregious stuff we've ever seen. It's getting me down, truly. This is why we selected Sunrise Ford. Sunrise Ford is an old, family-owned car dealership in Fort Pierce. It was founded in 1932 when Fort Pierce was literally farmland. Yeah. I mean, 1932. I, yeah, I went on my 20... 20-mile hike when I was a Boy Scout from downtown West Palm Beach to Turkey Creek in Jupiter, and when I passed, uh, uh, I guess, Riviera, uh, I was basically in the oh, woods. Yeah. So that's a long time ago. Sunrise Ford has my family beat. Uh, I, my father started Stuart Pontiac in West Palm Beach in 1937. Sunrise Ford, 1932. Very cool. We were thinking that an established family-owned dealership with deep roots and the community and a sterling reputation would make for a happy mystery shopping report. That's what we want. We need it. I want something happy. We need happiness. If Sunrise 4 did well, it would break the months long run of sordid reports. Their website was located with reasonable offers, primarily national Ford credit annual percentage rate programs. We were impressed that qualifying information was printed very conspicuously. For example, the 0% for 84 months offer is available only on 2019 uh, Ford F-150 pickups. Most dealers would bury that. Instead, they say available on 2019 F-150. Uh, well, the, the other dealers put the fine print. This is what uh, Sunrise Ford did, and you can see the ad there. Just, it's totally clear. I yeah. remember we saw um, the Nissan. It was it's a zero percent for 84 months. Yeah. Then you find out it was mainly on on the uh, Pathfinder. Yeah. So they would. I mean, they just. Uh, it's amazing. When I saw when I saw this, I was really impressed. Uh, they posted prices on their new vehicle listings. Prices were labeled final price. Each listing clearly itemized discounts and rebates. They did not provide out the door prices, and their $489 dealer fee was hidden at the very bottom of the web page in the fine print. Now, let me say this, everybody hides yeah. it. Most dealers don't even put the amount in the fine print. They just say plus, plus dealer fee. And 489 has got to be the world's low, lowest dealer fee. I think there's one other. It's, it's uh, lower Car than CarMax, I think. Yeah, it's lower than the one we had uh, 20 years ago. Yeah, we had 495. Right, they beat us by uh, $6. Yeah. So, uh, very low dealer fee, only one dealer fee. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they hit it, you know. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to be critical. I, I mean, everything no, else is so good. It's about as good as it gets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. 
Uh, we didn't find anything crazy, no funny stuff. We called on Agent Thunder to investigate in person. His instructions were to visit Sunrise Ford and try to buy the manager's special, a new 2020 Ford Edge SEL with an MSRP of 37,180. It was a $5,434 in discounts, which included a dealer discount of 2184 and $3,250 in Ford rebates. The final price was $31,746. And this is the manager's special, and I'll hold that up too. I mean, a clean ad, an honest ad, and uh, you just don't see this. I mean, uh, I, my advice, and I say this on the show, totally ignore any car dealer advertisement without exception. In this case here, maybe uh, not really without exception. There will be very, very few exceptions. Um, Agent Thunder, he assumed what we call the Larry Laydown persona. This is a vulnerable, he's just walking in there and say, take advantage of me. Right. I'm yours. Have your way, <laughs> have your way with me, uh, kind of an approach. He would pretend to be an uneducated consumer and follow the Sunrise Ford sales process and let, let it unflow unimpeded. Here's a report. I'm pretending like I'm Agent Thunder. The showroom was small and quiet inside. I entered, approached the receptionist who was wearing a face mask. Bingo. Hallelujah. She welcomed me to Sunrise Ford, asked me how she could help. I said I needed a salesperson, and she asked me for a minute. She asked me for a minute, a minute yeah. and then made an announcement on a loudspeaker. Salesperson needed. Lloyd came to greet me, meet me, wearing a mask, smiling with his eyes. And have you noticed that? Uh, you can really tell, uh, it's amazing how you can tell if someone's smiling or mad, and they, they have emoticons that, right. yeah. And so, uh, you know, it's not, we learn to adapt and anything, it's just, who knows, maybe we'll always wear masks. I like them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ugly people like masks. Oh, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. I guess I uh, You can't uh, see the spinach in my are, teeth. Are ugly, people, <laughs> are ugly people a protected class? I better be careful. No, they're not. Okay. <laughs> you know, I shaved my beard off three weeks ago. You never even noticed it. Uh, he asked what Larry asked me. Uh, Larry, Lloyd. Lloyd yeah. asked me. I'm Larry. He's Lloyd. I'm Larry Laydown. He's Lloyd. He asked me what brought me in. I told him the 2020 SEL I saw online. I said I hated buying cars and came to Sunrise Ford because of its reputation and that it's been family-owned for so long. Lloyd acknowledged the compliment, assured me a lot of people don't like car shopping. It wasn't just me. He suggested we pull the edge up on his computer to have a look and then led me to his desk. I showed Lloyd the manager's special ad on my phone. He started tapping away on the keyboard. He made small, he made small talk as he worked. Uh, he told me, you know, I, I, you know, forgive me, I'm just going to digress here terribly. Tapping on the keyboard made me think, when, when I call Comcast, and they have a digital voice saying, and I have something to do. They ask me a question, and then they have the sound yeah. of the typing on the keyboard. Sometimes they make it a little musical. And it, <laughs> makes, yeah, and it makes me feel good. Yeah. It makes me feel like someone's doing something, right. but it's a bot. Yeah. It's a robot. And it's, it's uh, a special effect. I told you it was a crazy. I apologize to everybody for that digression. That's okay. Uh, anyway, uh, I showed Lloyd uh, the manager special ad on my phone. 
he started tapping away on the keyboard. You know, just said he made small talk as he worked. He told me he had worked for Sunrise Ford for 28 years. Okay, there's another solid. Plus. You, you tell me the next time you talk to a salesperson at a car dealership that's been there longer than six months. I mean, the turnover at car dealerships is unbelievable. When you find a car salesman that's worked for the same dealership or a sales lady for 28 years, there's something good about that car dealership. Mm -hmm. He said uh, he, pl he planned never to retire because he enjoys what he does so much and he loves his dealership. Probably has a huge customer following mm -hmm. too. Lloyd reported the car was in stock, excused himself to go find it, and in a few minutes he was back to leave me outside. We found the Edge, Ford Edge. It was the exact same one that was in the ad. That's nice, that's refreshing. There was no addendum. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm feeling happy. Now they had a little bitty dealer fee, yeah, but no addendum. You have to look real hard to try to find car dealers that don't have the phony Monroney markups uh, a thousand percent on uh, stuff that costs them a tenth of what they're trying to charge you for. Dealer installed accessories. He had no addendum. Lloyd made, uh, made through uh, about three minutes of his pre presentation before we both agreed it was too hot to stay outside. So we got in the car, started our test drive with the AC on max. I suddenly noted the odometer read a little over 2,000 miles. Didn't say anything to Lloyd about it, just noticed it. Mm -hmm. Lloyd was informative, pleasantly energetic. He demonstrated the navigation system and connected his phone to Bluetooth to show me how the infotainment system worked. Very nice. We returned to the dealership and walked back to the desk. He asked me how I wanted to pay for it. Now, if you just tuned in, we're mystery shopping. Uh, we're at Sunrise Ford and Fort Pierce. Sunrise Ford and Fort Pierce. Uh, Lloyd said the Ford has some great financing deals, but uh, cash is fine. He asked if I needed a new tag. I said I did, and he left to get the numbers. What's the difference between a new tag and a transfer tag? Approximately round numbers. I know it varies. A couple hundred dollars, couple maybe three hundred bucks. Yeah. Ten minutes later, Lloyd returned with a worksheet. He took a $4,184 discount off the 37180 MSRP. He added sales tax, $608, uh, and license and fees of 489 documentary fee, uh, and, he, and he also threw in a $1,500 rebate. Out the door, I was at $34,657. Out the door, that's what I could write a check for yep. and drive the car home. 34657 I asked Lloyd if he was willing to negotiate a better deal. He said not so. The online price was firm. He asked if I had a time frame to purchase in mind, and I said within a few days. He didn't seem bothered by this, handed me his business card. He told me to call him whenever I was ready. Now, again, unheard of. Mm -hmm. Unheard of. He didn't go to get the manager. He, di he didn't ask if he was going to buy today at the beginning either. Exactly. 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 And he didn't say... This price might not be good tomorrow. I mean, there's a, this is so refreshing. Lloyd handed me the worksheet. I stood up, thanked him, and left. The price that Lloyd gave Agent Thunder, you better sit down for this one. I did that for John from Pop City. <laughs> and you better hang on to your hats. I did that for myself. Sit down for this one. Uh, the price that Agent Thunder gave our shopper was actually $300 better than the online manager special. Interesting, and a very good price for the new 2020 Ford Edge SEL. Agent Thunder 
did not raise the issue of the 2,000 miles with Lloyd. The vehicle was identified as new on the worksheet, but we suspected it was a demo or possibly a new vehicle that was previously sold. If any of these were the case, Sunrise Ford would have to disclose it. And 2,000 miles on an odometer, practically speaking, is not a big deal. Right. The warranty is extended by that amount. You exactly. should see to it when you... And, and, they, and that's likely why it was the manager special. It, just yeah. it could have been a car that they demonstrated a lot, yeah. and maybe it was dealer-traded. Yeah. So there's yeah. lots of reasons. It doesn't mean anything nefarious. Exactly. So there you have it. And I'm, I'm, if you see tears in my eyes, it's because I'm emotional about this. Uh, this is by far the best. I don't want to poison the well here. So I just hit the floor. The well. I don't <laughs> want to sweeten the well. Let's, it's a uh, shame, by the way, that they get to use the name Sunrise Ford because you are Mr. and Mrs. Sunrise. Exactly, yeah. You know, that's what I thought it was all very symbolic and very um, very meaningful that we shopped yeah. these deals, and to, they did well. I used to get angry at Sunrise Ford because when I was filling out, you would understand this, Facebook person, when I'm filling out the location and things like that, and they would say, you're watching or looking for, I like to say Sunrise, so I'd put in Sunrise, and Sunrise Fords would pop of, up. So sometimes I'd accidentally push the button and say, Earl and Nancy and Jupiter and that colony uh, looking for Sunrise Ford. <laughs> and so, anyway, I digress again. We've got to get some grades on this. We need to, we need to, uh, uh, what, do, what do we have, Stu? Wow, okay, so this is just shocking. I this want is, to hear from Linda. That Linda that's, what, that's what I'm getting to here. This is like you giving a good grade. Uh, Linda gives him a wonderful A. Yeah. And on, yeah. and. I'm gonna well. I'm gonna do a B plus just because you gotta you gotta feel a little stings just for even having a dealer fee. But yeah, a B plus. This is a great grade, and I want to give them a round of applause to Lloyd and Sunrise Ford. If you're looking for a Ford, yeah. drive up to Fort Pierce. Get out of Palm Beach County. I'm to, telling you, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't deal with Mullinex. I wouldn't deal with uh, Wayne Acres. I wouldn't deal with Wallace. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're never. Uh, you still want to shop and compare, but uh, you're never going to get treated nicer than you do at Sunrise Ford. What do you What do you say, Rick? Mark Anderson, Mark from St. Louis says, "Holy cow, my first A." Nate Ward, B, good overall, but the odometer issue worries me. Frank says, "Wow, what a shock to hear a pleasant exchange." A. Well, I've got Donovan with an A, Mark Ryan with an A, and Boris Balaban A. Yeah, I am so happy. And right I'm agreeing now. with an A. Yeah. I, I, nice. I'm impressed. Yeah, how nice. Uh, Stu, do you have any other uh, ratings? Uh, no, I have a congratulations. Come on, guys, send me some grades. Oh, wait, we have an A here. Uh, this is uh, from Bob, gives him an A. And Anne Marie says, glad to hear they wear masks and they didn't play the usual games. How refreshing. I give them an A. So. Yeah, and, and also, let's give Lloyd an A because yeah. when, here's Lloyd, the salesperson. Uh, I hate to say this, and we probably should go back to Sunrise Ford uh, because uh, we do that on bad reports and we do it on good reports. But you, when you, if you go back to Sunrise Ford, you want to be sure, 100%. Ask for Lloyd. Yeah, let's give him a. This is a, this is a commercial for Lloyd at Sunrise yeah. Ford. Lloyd at Sunrise Ford. He's the man to see. And uh, Lloyd, if they ever treat you bad. I'll hire you. Mm -hmm. I need people like that. Yeah, we got guys at our dealership, 28 years plus yeah, too. So yeah. you, you'll 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 love it. But we're not trying to steal you. Go up to go up to Fort Pierce, Sunrise. Yeah, he Ford. knows Ford like the back of his hand. Yeah. Probably loves Ford, and uh, he's totally honest. Uh, no, no high pressure. None of the funny business. So uh, I'm going to give him an A plus. This is this is remember we grade on the curve, and this is 
with what we had a Wallace Easy Pay. Yeah, it did really, really good. Yeah, and it was a salesman too. You know, when you get the right salesman at the right dealership, you got it all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy pay. He, he put the brakes on that sale as soon as they realized yeah. it had a Ducati uh, airbag in it. So really I'll nice. tie them with Wallace easy pay. So I'm the mean guy now. I'm the guy with the, with the crappy B+. All right, I feel peer pressure. I'm raising yeah. my grade to get an A. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, and I, and I, I even want to uh, talk to the owner. Uh, we've got some information there. I'll, I'm going to personally call him. Her. Her. Good idea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, oh, of course it would be a woman, right? Of course. A woman dealer uh, that knows how to treat their customers. I'm going to call her. I'll let Nancy call her. You know, woman to woman, and Nancy will tell her uh, how amazing her dealership is. And we're going to try to steer as much business as we can. If you want to buy a Ford, Sunrise Ford, ask for Lloyd, and uh, you'll get a good deal. Yeah, and it's, the it's, advertisement will actually be what the car sells for. Exactly. In this uh, case, $300 less. The, Unbelievable. The owner is Mary Jo Tierney. And she runs a, um, a a class act dealership. Yeah, how do you spell her last name? T I E R N E Y. Mary Jo Tierney. Mary Jo. Tierney. Mary Jo. Okay, Mary Jo. Uh, I'm giving Lloyd an A plus. Uh, you talk about no pressure, and I'm also giving the dealership uh, A plus because of the mask. Uh, how refreshing was this one? Yeah, Frank. Frank just you hit the nail on the head. Frank just texted, gives him an A. Says very refreshing. So. And I've got Wayne with a B plus, Minna Geisler with an A, and Rick Pettinger with an A. And it's across the board. Yeah. Everybody loves it. So we, I feel happy now, you know. Are you, we You're doing the, the happy we dance. We do the mystery shopping report <laughs> at the end of the show, and it kind of tends to... I, I have fun throughout the whole show, and usually after the mystery shopping report, I get depressed. So now I'm... I'm Dancing on clouds. Just set the tone yeah. for your Saturday. You're, you're yeah. doing the dancing. You're yeah. doing the happy dance. Happy dance. Yeah. Okay, folks. Uh, Jonathan, how much time do we have left? Oh, boy. Two oh. hands. You have a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. you know, I have a... Okay, let's, get, let's go over to the designated talker. Well, I'm... The recovering <laughs> car dealer. No, I, 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 I do have something I wanted to cover here that, that I, I carry this around with me in the briefcase every time I come in because I... I always want to talk about it, but we usually never have time to talk about it. And there's uh, something called the Federal Trade Commission uh, that has some rules. And uh, these rules, we talk about dealer fees being abused, and we get on Ashley Moody. Uh, you know, the, the dealer fee must be, hidden fees have got to be included in the advertised price. Uh, when you advertise, and this is from the Federal Trade Commission, these are the feds. These are the guys that can do anything they want to. And the federal law requires that the law requires clear and conspicuous disclosures. Now think about that. Clear and conspicuous disclosures. Now that's what Sunrise Ford did. They had 0% for 84 months. And clearly and conspicuously, they said, this is for 2019 Fords, not for 2020 Fords. And it was clearly and conspicuously. Now, no other car dealer that we can think of off the top of our head right now does that. And uh, so that's the federal law. It has to do even with radio. And you can listen to this radio station or any radio station. And you see a car, you listen to a car ad, 
and you hear somebody go blah, 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 blah. Oh, I hate it. And, and, and they do it on television and the fine print. They do it audio on radio. It is not clear and conspicuous. Uh, basically, they say, they're saying fine print is illegal if it modifies the uh, price or payment that you're advertising. If you're saying to somebody, you can buy this product for $1,000, and you have a hundred dollar really. fee <laughs> or anything else, you have to say a thousand dollars, and then you have to say plus one hundred dollars because this is for my retirement fund or whatever you want to make up. You can charge them anything you want to over the thousand dollars as long as it's clearly and conspicuously advertised. So, you know, I, we're having a hard enough time getting a hold of Lashley Moody for me to get hold of the Federal Trade Commission. Forget about it. Ain'tgonnahappen.com. Yeah. Is that Pete, so, Pete Navarro? <laughs> I just wish I just wish we had some lawyers out there or we had some federal agents out there that would uh, help. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Absent you... Absent enforcement, every fine print should just read, not really. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well go asterisk, yeah. not really. Yeah, I, and I see... Not really. I, I can see car dealers and other retailers doing it, but I don't understand why... Prestigious out, uh, companies like Toyota, Honda. Uh, how about Apple? Does Apple do that? What? Do, do they have clear and conspicuous disclosures, uh, prices when they advertise iPhone? Jonathan's nodding his head. Yeah. They probably do, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's, but I can't think of anything other than if they, I mean, the most fine print I've seen in Apple is like when they offer like the zero interest on the Apple card and things like that. Yeah. But, but it's pretty straightforward with Apple. Yeah. Yeah, here, this ad I held up earlier, this is a, a Green Acres Nissan ad. That's a, a rip-off ad implying they'll sell you Hertz cars at huge discounts. Here's their disclosure at the bottom of the, uh, the, bottom of the ad there. Now, you, you could never read this, and uh, you would never find it. It's down at the bottom. Uh, conspicuous, by the way, means it has to be proximity to the... Payment yeah, the, show, the, show them an example of conspicuous. Where's your magnifying glass? Sunrise Ford, Sunrise available Ford. in 2019 Fords. Yeah, that's usually a hidden bit of information. Yeah, let me see here. Oh yeah, right here. There's the definition of yeah. conspicuous. Clear and conspicuous, right there. So again, uh, maybe we are making a dent. I wonder if Sunrise yeah. Ford. Yep. We never shopped them before. I wonder if they were always dishonest. Boy, it's a great I'm day. I'm embarrassed yeah. that we haven't. Uh, I mean, it's a family store. They've been around for a long time. Yeah. They probably have. I think it's, it's a, probably more damaging to uh, ignore a dangerous store than a good one. Yeah. Well, we can't take credit for it. I, I like to think that we're helping to clear up Dodge. I'm happy. I'm excited. Jonathan, I have to ask you, how would you rate Sunrise Ford? This is, we've made history. He's no, in with an A. No shenanigans. Jonathan gives him an A. Okay. Everybody, happy. Well, Happy. Well, we're, we're, we're running out of things to talk about. We don't have any texts. We don't have any YouTubes. We've got three minutes to go. I guess it's time for another commercial. Okay. That's what you do to fill in. So, <clears throat> Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer, a handbook that can tell you or your loved ones or your anybody you know that's looking to buy or lease a car how not to get ripped off by a car dealer. And you can buy it on Amazon. Just go to Amazon and type in Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer. And uh, it's going to cost you about, what What do they cost now? About 19 bucks? 19 bucks. 
about 19 bucks, and all that money goes to after Amazon takes their cut. Right. But uh, all the money we get we from the keep, sale, we don't keep a penny. We don't keep a penny. 100% of the proceeds go to Big Dog Ranch Rescue. Thank yeah, you. By the way, oh, please order a book. I mean, uh, they come in they come in bursts. I mean, like with spurts, we'll get some ordering. It's been about two weeks since we've got an Amazon order, so let's uh, yeah. let's get it yeah. going. And, uh, and the picture on the back, by the way, is particularly flattering. Yeah, it's a handsome man, right yeah. there. <laughs> and Stu wrote the forward, by the way, and the forward of the book. He was very, very, very uh, complimentary of his old man. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate that very much. And we got some good pictures in there, too. Yeah, and, great uh, pictures. I only proofread that about 7,000 times. Historical yeah. <laughs> pictures. Yeah. yeah. We have some old pictures here of, uh, of uh, I got one in here where I'm really, uh, oh, here's one of me. They're playing the theme music now. Yeah, theme uh, music. Okay. They're, they're going to drag you off the okay, stage. Okay, bye-bye, everybody. Hey, thanks for watching. everyone, thanks for tuning in to Earl on Cars. We'll see you right back here next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe.